Morning, everyone. Hope you have a wonderful day. We continue. We left off. Yuma, chapter 5, page 51a, the end of the fourth line. But yesterday we learned that Abelazar had a question. The bull of the high priest, which is it's his own personal bull, he buys his own personal money. Could he make a tumur or could he not make a tumur? And uh, the question was since he's atoning for all the kainim, are they like partners and therefore an animal that belongs to partners, a carbon that belongs to partners, he can't make a tumura, a substitute? Or no, it's really his, but the Torah allows him to achieve an atonement for them. So they tried to bring a proof from the Braisa that says that there's a distinction between the original sacrifice and the substitute, the copy. He says the original sacrifice has certain strictness that you bring it even, that, that you find a similar individual sacrifice and also a communal sacrifice. And it puts override Shabbos, it overrides impurity, and you make a tumura. But the tumura doesn't have any of these. A tumura could only be a private, there's no communal tumura. Can be by a communal animal. A tumura, the substitute, never overrides Shabbos, never overrides impurity, and you cannot make a tumura of a tumura. So the question was what kind of sacrifice are we talking about? If it's a private sacrifice, do you find a private sacrifice that overrides Shabbos, and over, the original that overrides Shabbos, overrides impurity? So you must say a communal. If it's a communal, where do you find a communal sacrifice you can make a substitute? So you must be talking about a par. The part of Yevim Kippur, which overrides, it's a private, it belongs to the Kohen God, the high priest, and it overrides Shabbos, it overrides impurity, and the Kohen can make a Tmura that answers Rabbi Lazar's question. Shabshesha says, no, it's talking about the, his ayel, not the, a, a sin offering, it's talking about his ram, which is a burnt offering. And um, the burnt offering, of course, it's his private, and, and, and there's no, it's not a, an atonement. For the, for the kainim, so therefore you can make a tumur. So you might ask, Rav Sheshes, at the muk and Why does he? Why does he say that? That is talking about the ram that the, uh, the high priest brings in him kippur, the, the personal ram. Besides the musaf, the kain gadol brings a ram. Look me pesach. Let him. Why does he say he's talking about a carbon pesach? Every year that brings his carbon pesach, the doiches are shabbos, it overrides shabbos. Yes, First, it's like a shlomim, so you have a similar thing also by, by communal. You have a shalmitzibur, and it overrides Shabbos. It overrides impurity. Why is it tumura? Pesach, you can make a tumura. The carbon yachid, it was clearly a carbon yachid. But the answer is kasavar because he holds that sheishes holds that Allah is like the opinion in sheikh and pesach ala yachid. There's an argument whether you can bring a carbon pesach. A person can bring the whole entire carbon pesach for just for himself, a single ownership. So if you hold, you can bring a, a carbon pesa for yourself, then you would have a, a, a theoretically, you could have a case where you could bring a tumor of a carbon pesa. But Rabbi Sheshit holds that Allah is like the opinion. Like Rabbi Huda holds that you have to have another Jew with you. You can't bring a carbon pesa just on one Jew. That's what he teaches the Passover. We learned in, Pe- in Psachim. You can't slaughter the carbon pesa just for one Jew. You have to have another person with you. You have to have a group, at least two. So therefore, if it's two, it's a partnership. You can't make a tamur. So that's why you can't say it's talking about a carbon paste. So 
he says, when the fact look more Pesach Sheni, Pesach Sheni is clearly one Jew. One Jew is, uh, couldn't bring the carpet Pesach. You don't, you don't need it. Even Rabbi Huda agrees that Pesach Sheni you could bring for one one person. The answer is If it's if it's talking about Pesach Sheni, you can't say it overrides Tuma. It doesn't override Tuma. It overrides Shabbos. Pesach Sheni Shabbos over Shabbos, not Tuma. The whole point of the carbon Pesach was he was pushed over because of Tumba. So you, now you're going to bring it again because he's Tumba, right? He's just a bad luck case. I'm going to let him have a show of Vatan Maishan. Now he goes back. We go back to yesterday also. We learn. Remember, Tanakama made a rule. Tanakama said that any communal sacrifice overrides impurity and overrides Shabbos. Any private sacrifice. Over does not override Shabbos, not right. So Rabbi Akiva, may ask, wait a minute, oh, there are personal sacrifices that do override Shabbos, do override uh, Tumah. The bull of the high priest and carbon Pesach. It does override Tumah, does, and it's a private sacrifice. And also the, the Chavitna, the Kohen God. So the mother and then Rabbi Akiva asks, how can you say? How can you say that every communal sacrifice push override Shabbos, overrides Yom Tiv? It's not true. When the Bezna Gadol, the Jewish Supreme Court, erroneously makes an erroneous ruling, the Padel Lav Shasiba, it does not override them. It's not override them. And the Chagiga does not override them. And the Seir of Avedizara is not override which is also a Chat, does not override them. If, if the, high pre, if the uh, Jewish Supreme Court made an erroneous ruling regarding Avedizara, so what's the difference? It doesn't make sense. Why is Pesach, do you count Pesach as a private sacrifice, privately owned? And the Chagiga, which also every individual Jew brings his own Chagiga, why do you call that a, 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 public, a public sacrifice? If you can explain to me the reason why he calls it Chagiga, carbon Tzibur, because it's also Biknufia, because everyone brings it together. It's, the entire Jewish people are bringing it at the same time. So even though it's private, it's yours, your personal obligation, your personal money, but since everyone's bringing it together, if that's the case, Pesach Nami also Biknufia, Pesach was also brought. As a matter of fact, Pesach is even more. Because the Chagiga, you have, you have, you have, you have, you have, you have seven days to bring it. But here, Pesach, everyone has to bring it in two hours, in three hours, everyone with the entire Jewish people, surely it's a carbon tzibur. And the Gemara, Pesach Sheni, we also have You have Pesach Sheni, Pesach Sheni is one individual. One individual is left behind, is left out. So therefore, he, call, he calls it a private sacrifice. Amalei, if that's the case, I'm thinking, I thought we said Pesach Sheni does not need to come in a group. No, that's why it's called a carbon yachid. That's why he calls it a carbon yachid. That's why he calls it. That's why it's called a carbon yachid. So you're telling me if, you, if you're talking about Pesach Sheni, does Pesach Sheni override Shabbos and Tuma? Shabbos, okay, but Tuma is override Tuma. in yet? holds like there is an opinion that holds that holds dachi the tanya it does override not only Shabbos overrides even the tanya no but the majority of the rabbis say Pesach Sheni overrides Shabbos not Tumah. Buddha argues that with him even Tumah. 
My time at Tanaka. What's the reason why Tanaka Mamula? The whole reason he was pushed off from Pesach Hadish because he was Tamay. You tell me he's going to bring the Pesach Sheni and Tumma in a state of impurity? It makes no sense. The Pasuk says, All the laws, according to all the laws of Pesach Hadish, you should do it. Just like the first Pesach, which the community brings, it overrides Tumah. So Pesach Sheni, which the individual brings, has the same exact halacha that it overrides Tumah. is encouraging him, trying to give him a chance to do it, but he wouldn't merit. At least, okay, at least do us the tumma. At least just bring, make sure to bring the carbon face. So that may hold like that opinion, that's what he's referring to. But you're right. The carbon face tradition surely is, a carb, is considered a carbon tzibur in that sense. Because everyone brings it together. Okay, now the Gimbada is going back to the question of Abelazah. Abelazah's question whether the bull of the high priest, which is a private sacrifice, could he make a tumma or not? Typically, let us learn. What's his question? Let us learn. It says in the passage, it says clearly it has to be his, meaning it has to belong to his. It's his personal private carbon. The time you learn the Baraisa, it says three times in the passage, that it belongs to him, to the high priest. To teach us, he has to pay with his own private money, funds, not from communal funds. I would think okay, I would think yes you don't bring from communal but because the community the Jewish people are not atoned by his bull but he can collect money from his fellow because they do they are atoned by his bull so he can collect money from them says a second time I shall no, you can't. Don't collect it from your brothers, the Canaan. It's yours. You have to pay for it. Yochaliyavi. I would think the is only telling me initially, don't bring. It has to be your money. But Vimhevi, Kasha, what if he went ahead and collected? He made a collection. And he did buy it from, with the funds from the Canaan. That it is Kasha, but he ever, Talmud Shuv, a second time, Ashaloi. So Shana Kosovlak, the Tater says twice, he tells me it's a deal breaker. It's not, it's not a suggestion. It's a, it's a must. So therefore, since the Torah is telling you that it has to be Ashaloi, and if you bring it from funds in the kingdom, it's not kosher, there's no atonement, surely it's his. What kind of question is it? Of course it's a, it's a carbon yachid. And of course he can make a tumura. What's Abelazah's question? According to your reason, the brothers, if they have no kinyan in it, how do they achieve an atonement if it's not theirs at all? If the Tate is saying three times, it's his, it's his, it's his. So how, how did they achieve an atonement? El of Adem, Shiny Bey Gaza, the Aaron. This is different. The, 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 the treasure of Aaron is different. The Torah, even though he bought it with his own funds, the Torah makes it onlyless in the sense that the Torah says it belongs to the Echavakainim. You bought it, but it doesn't belong to you, it belongs to all the Kainim. So, Shiny because of that, and after Rahman and Echavakainim, I can say the same thing. That regarding the laws of Tamura, we can say that the Torah says, just like it's theirs enough to make an atonement, so I can say also regarding the laws of Tamura, the Torah considers it its partnership. 
It's owned by partnership. It's not solo, solo, solitary ownership. So therefore, the Kohen Gadol cannot make or no, perhaps no, perhaps it is. It is his. And even though the Torah considers it, the Kohenim have some acquisition in it in order to achieve an atonement, but not regarding the laws of Tumura. They just like float in it and through his kapara, it also spreads out to them as well. So that's his question. It remains by a question. Next mission is okay, look at mission. The Koyan Gadl went into the chamber of the temple, the temple itself, till he reached between the two curtains. That separate between the holy and the holy of holies. And there was, between them was an am over, over a foot and a half. So therefore there was space for him to walk. Instead of a wall, they had, instead of a wall, they had two curtains. And there was a space in between, and he walked, he walked in between them. There's only one curtain. It says, the one single parecha should divide and separate. It states clearly, you're only allowed to have one parecha, one curtain. That's the mission. The rabbis have nothing to answer. The rabbi is a decisive proof. It says only one curtain. What would the rabbis tell you? The Pasuk is talking about the tabernacle in the desert. I will make the Shani in the second base of So there, Yitaka only had one curtain. I will make the Shani in the second base of Migdash, Kiv, and Lehava Amatraxin, since he didn't have the wall, which was an Amma. Okay. Since, since, the wall, since the wall didn't have, didn't have an Amma. You didn't have the wall. I'm sorry, since you didn't have the wall in the first base of Migdash, Migdash is not the The first base of Migdash, you had a wall. We stopped, and the rabbis had a doubt. The reason why the first base of Migdash was smaller than the second base of Migdash. The first base of Migdash, the wall can stand. The second base of Migdash was too tall. You can't can have a wall that's so narrow, it has nothing to stand on. You know, there's nothing to. Support it. You need a wider, wider base. It was so tall, so high, so tall. So therefore, they couldn't make a wall. And the rabbis had a doubt about the, the, the status of the holiness. In other words, you had the holy, and you had the holy of holies. We know the status of the holy, the chamber itself, the temple itself, and you had the holy of holies. So you had, but then you had the wall in between. What status did that Amma have? Is that part of the Holy of Holies? Was it part of the Holies? They weren't sure. They didn't dock it was an additional Amma. Additional Amma. No, yeah, you can't. You can't. You're not allowed to. It has to be precise measurement, exactly. Otherwise, there was additional Amma. Exactly. would not have the holiness. If you're missing even an inch from, the, from what's described, if you, if you, then it's no longer holy. Everything has to be precise. Like if you do a miss a mitzvah, you miss one minor detail. Well, it's not, it's not tefillin. Well, okay, it's not black. Okay, what's the big deal? No, it's not tefillin. It doesn't have the holiness. It has to be exactly the way Hashem wants. 100%, not 99.9%. So it had to have the right measurement. So this they added. So they weren't sure what status is Amma have. Now you don't have a wall. Is it? Is it? No, we couldn't just designate. I mean, we couldn't put up one because I would designate. Okay. The question is, who says you need that amma altogether? 
Why do you need a lava? You have, you have the exact measurement of the kaid. You have the exact measurement of the kaid Get rid of the whole lama. Just make one curtain. Invite the giver. Anyway, so he says, okay, this is a whole, a whole. We have to understand this gemara. It's a little complicated. So he stopped. Therefore, they made two curtains. So this this amma was like a limbo. We didn't count it as a kaidish. Didn't count as kaidish akedashim. We don't know. So it's not kaidish. No. In other words, if oh, the question is maybe that did it take away? Maybe it did take away. Maybe the amma they weren't sure. Did the amma? Did they take away from the kaidish? Did they take away from the from the kaidish akedashim? If they took away from the Kodesh, in other words, was the Kodesh, it had to be the exact measurement and they took away from the Kodesh HaKadoshim, or maybe they, they kept the Kodesh HaKadoshim and the Amma took away from the Kodesh. Or maybe the bonus Amma. So what's the difference? So then make, make the right, here, even if you have one curtain, you have the right measurement of the Kodesh HaKadoshim, you have the right me- measurement of the, of the Kodesh. Why do you need this Amma? Why do you need this extra Amma? It's a very, if I plant it, if I plant it, let's see how, I mean, taste was matter to try to understand this. So the question is, the Kaidish HaKadoshim had 20 Am, right? It was 30 feet. The Beis HaMikdash itself was 40 Am. But then they had the wall was an extra Am. The question they had was, was this wall considered, in other words, the Beis HaMikdash was 41 Am? Including the wall. Or the yeah, 20, 40. Both in the first basement and the second basement. The question was, was this wall was a part of the Kedash Akadashim? In other words, the Kedash Akadashim was 21 Amma. Don't it was all by the Ebrishta. It was the 21 Amma. Or or was the was the Beit Amigdash the, the main room 41 Amma? So now they couldn't make a wall. You can't just make a curtain. Oh, yeah, but how big is it? Do you make the Kedush HaKadosh in 21 Amma? Do you make the... You make the Kedush HaKadosh... Or you make the Beis HaMikdash 41 Amma and then just have a curtain. It's not... Um, it's not the Halach. Tays asked another question. Why don't you make a curtain that, that's a thick, thick by an Amma? Make one curtain that's thick an Amma. So you, so you solve all the issues. And the same thing, whatever was there, was here. I, don't, I still don't have to know which one that is. Whether the curtain is, 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 is whether the Kedusha Kedushim is twenty-one amma, or the Beis Hamikdash is, is forty-one. Why not? A curtain you could, a wall you can. It's a curtain. Let's make a curtain. It's thick. Just like the Beis Hamikdash. No, that amma. Make twenty amma and forty amma, and that amma, a whole curtain in between, that extra amma, just like the wall. I must have forgotten. The question: What no, was? No, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you, you don't. You, who cares? No, not what was. It was definitely. We know what it was. There's no question. The Kedusha Kedushim was an empty space, a space of 20 amma. The Beis Hamikdash was a space of 40 amma. And in addition, there was a, 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 an amma in between. So altogether, it was 61 amma. Well, or the, the, the Kedusha Kedushim was 21 amma. The whole thing was 61 amma. Oh, it's 20 and 40. Yeah. thing is 61 amma. So Taisva says, why don't you just put a, a curtain in between, stick an amma, and solve all your problems? Or, then I don't know. Who cares? Whatever it was there, it's here. I don't have to know. That's essentially what they ended up doing. No. Two. Two. Why two? Why two? 
Why two? Just make one one parechis. Rabbi Yehi is asking your kasher. It says in the make it like the Mishka. The Gemara says Efsher. He's saying a state in the title one parechis. Why are you making two? The Gemara says Efsher. We don't have a choice. What do you mean you don't have a choice? <laughs> make one parechis. Yeah, you don't. You're not it's sure. Actually, what they ended up doing? No, but the question is, well, one parechis is one, not two. You're making two parechis. Make one that's thick, thick enough. So you fulfill the pasuk. I, so it's Efsher. What do you mean Efsher? I don't have a choice. Of course you have a choice. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Just make a, so exactly what it was in the first place of you have here. You don't have to know. You have the same scenario. Exactly. Why did they build a wall? Because you can't. It's physically impossible. It was 100 amas tall. It was 150 feet tall. You can't have a wall that's one amma thick standing 100, 100 amas. It's, it's, it's too high. It's too tall. It doesn't work. Physically, it doesn't work. The Bissamikas was smaller. Tasis add, well, what do you mean you have no choice? You have a choice to make one parechis. Learns different. The Rambam learns that Taka, the first Bisham Migdash, was only six, 60 Yam, 20 and 40. And our doubt is we're not sure whether the wall ate, ate up an Amma from the Kedush HaKadashim or it ate up a wall, it took away an Amma from, 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 the, from the main chamber. So then the question is, how could you ask? So they added an Amma. They added an Amma. The question is, how can you add an Amma? Everything has to be precise. It has to be exact measurement. How the Chamim, just because you have a doubt, you add an Amma, now it's 61 Amma. Well, maybe like when you say the room is like 600 square feet, let's say, you don't count the thickness of the wall. Let's say the wall is a foot thick, you know. Taisvis answers question. The Chachamim learned the Taich and the Pasuk. That you should be vdila pereches. The pereches has to divide between the kodesh and kodesh akedoshim. It means the outer part of the pereches is kodesh, and inside anything anything beyond the outer first surface, the first layer is kodesh akedoshim. So you can't make since they had a doubt whether this extra amma, the sixty-first amma, is kodesh or kodesh akedoshim. So if this extra amma is kodesh. Not Kedush HaKadoshim. You can't make a thick, uh, a Perechaz that's thick enamma. Because then only the outer surface is Kedush and anything inside is Kedush HaKadoshim. But it's not true. If, if the Amma is really part of the Kedush, so therefore it doesn't work. Titus says anything beyond the surface has to be Kedush HaKadoshim. Here the whole Amma, anything is, 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 is Kedush. Not just the outer surface is Kedush. The whole entire Perechaz, thick of an Amma, is Kedush. So since they had a doubt, that's why they made two Perechaz. So whatever it is, I, I, I'm okay. If this extra Amma is Kedush HaKadoshim, is Kedush HaKadoshim, they have the outer curtain, immediately anything inside. The other. If it's Kedush, I have the inner curtain, and then anything that's Kedush, and anything outside is Kedush HaKadoshim. Versus Rabbi Yisidna said, no, Rabbi Yisidna learned that the Tai Chiz, if Dila Parech has been Kedush HaKadoshim, not talking about the curtain itself, we're talking about this space and that space. This space is Kedush. The space inside is Kedush HaKadoshim. So I don't care if it's thick, you know, so then, so then it could be thick and Amma. I don't have any problem. It could be one curtain. I don't need two curtains. And the space here is Kedush HaKadoshim. The space here is Kedush okay. You can see it's not, it's not simple. It's a very... What's the meaning of, of Amma Traxin? What does Traxin mean? Rashi says... The word Traxin means... Because it's it's both inside inside and outside. Uh, 
Oh, Amatraxin. Why was it called Amatraxin? The wall. What's the Taich track? Rashi says it means inside and outside. It has an inside and outside. Others say Traxin means to close. To close the Kodesh HaKadosh. To lock, to lock the Kodesh HaKadosh. But the Luchis, we're given at Sinai, should be behind closed closed doors. You know. Okay. The rabbis learn between the Mizbech and the Menorah. The Kayin God used to walk in between the altar and the Menorah. Don't forget, the Mizbech was in the center. So on the right of the Mizbech, he had the shoe table. On the left of the inner altar, you had the candelabra. So where did he walk? Did he walk between the candelabra and the, the Mizbech and the candelabra? Between the Mizbech and the shoe table. Rabbi Huda holds between the Mizbech and the Menorah. Amir says he walked on the right side between the table and the Mizbech. Be ashamed, the mother say. Ben Shulchan Lekaisel. Others say between the table and the wall, even further to the right. Not even between the altar and the table, between the table and the wall. Man ashamed him. Who is he ashamed him? He's Rabbi Yisi. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yisi. Amar he says. Yes, he's of the opinion that the door, the door between the two parochas, the opening between these two curtains, was by the by the wall of the heichel, the right wall. So that's why he walked along the wall to go right to the door. So it was on the north side, on the right side. And when you end. But Rabbi Yehuda Amalach and Rabbi Yehuda says no, just the opposite. Pischa bedarim kare. Rabbi Yehuda holds that the door was on the southern side. That's why he went between. He walked between. He walked between the uh, the altar and the candelabra, which is on the left side, to get to the opening between the two curtains, which was on the left side, on the northern side, on the southern side. But Rabbi Meir commands Svidale. Rabbi Meir, according to who does he hold? Rabbi Yehuda Svidale. If he holds Rabbi Yehuda, then Rabbi Yehuda. If he holds the entrance was on the left side and the southern side, then he should he should walk. The Kohen Gadol should walk like Rabbi Yehuda between the inner altar and the candelabra. Rabbi Yehuda Svidale. Rabbi Yehuda. He should walk all the way along the wall between the true table and the wall. He really holds like Rabbi Yehuda. The entrance was on to the right and the northern side. But Vamalach, I'll tell you, Shulchanes, Tzafim Vedarim Munachim. The tables he holds is an argument. How were the tables laid? How was how was the furniture laid out? How were the table laid out? Was it laid out from east to west, or was it laid out from north to south, on the in the width or in the length of the temple? So he's of the opinion that it was in the width of the temple, from north to south. So it was touching the wall. You couldn't go, couldn't walk on the side between. There was no between the table. And the wall. So therefore, he had to walk between the altar and the table. That's what he holds. He was saying, or he said, Really, even he'll agree that it was uh, um, from in the length, from east to west. Because of the shechina, because of the shechina, it's not nice to walk by the wall, the northern wall, the whole length of the heichel. Because he's able to see, he's able to see the opening of the curtain. So his eyes are gonna, 
nourish themselves from seeing the Holy of Holies. He sees, even though it was, it wouldn't mean it was covered by the curtain. So Yamada says, Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi will tell you, why didn't Rabbi Yaisi worried about that? Rabbi Yaisi says, you do walk along, or walk along the wall. The Jewish people are beloved, that everyone davens for himself. You see, you don't need a messenger, an agent to daven for you. Everyone davens for himself. So therefore, so the messenger of the Jewish people is beloved, that he can walk in openly. No, if a whole year we don't need a shliach, everyone davens for themselves, and in Kippur that we do need a shliach, surely, it, even the shliach, we're doing it in a way to show that how beloved we are, that the shliach can walk along the wall and look the whole time towards the Holy of Holies. Rabbi Huda Nami, according to Rabbi Huda, that holds that you go on the southern side, on the left side, why does he say you walk between the inner altar and the candelabra? Nail baby nail the You say like Rabbi Yaisi, walk along the wall. But maybe maybe he holds like uh, like uh, what's the question? Maybe he holds like Rabbi Meir that that uh, you don't want to enjoy to look at the holy of holies. His clothes will become from the smoke of the menorah. It will, it will, it will, it will make his clothes into charcoal. Okay, so we have to understand this whole piece of exodus. Yesi holds that there was only one curtain. So the opening, you were looking right inside, inside the temple. That's why yes, a mayor holds like a biyasi that there was only one curtain. That's the Gemara's answering. The mayor holds like a biyasi that there was only one curtain. Since he holds there was only one curtain, therefore he didn't want to walk along the wall. But then he'd be staring inside all along, he'd be looking inside the Holy of Holies. You're not allowed to enjoy and look at the Holy of Holies. Even the workers that went in would have to turn their back, they weren't able to look. They lowered them with their back, uh, the back behind. They shouldn't be able to see. Their eyes, their eyes sh- shouldn't, sh- shouldn't be able to see. So, but, and Rabbi Yaisi says, even Rabbi Yaisi says, there's only one curtain. So from the opening, he walked along the wall and he saw it. So Rabbi Yaisi says, yes, that shows the belovedness of the Jewish people. So the mother asks, according to Rabbi Yehud, Why did he take an indirect route? So they, so Why don't you say the same answer? Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda holds like a mayor. It's not a proper. Because Rabbi Huda holds it was two curtains. Since Rabbi Huda holds it with two curtains. So the, the, the short opening was not... No, in other words, if you're going to say... If you're going to say, where did Rabbi Huda say there were two curtains? It's part of the Chacham. Rabbi Meir is also part of the Chacham. But maybe if you're going to say, he's answering, if you're going to say that he holds like, holds like Rabbi Yaisi, there's only one curtain, then okay, then you can answer. But that he holds like a mayor, it's not, it's not, he shouldn't, he shouldn't benefit, enjoy this. The, well, as he's walking, he's looking into the Holy of Holies. But, if you're gonna say he holds like the rabbis, that there were two curtains, so so let him walk according, uh, by the wall. 
But at least it should be opinion. Why isn't there any opinion? That's it. Why isn't there any opinion that you should walk if the opening was on the southern side, on the left side, why isn't there any opinion that you should be able to walk on the wall? On the right side? No, no, walk on the wall, on the left side, walk, walk on the wall. Only, according to everyone, if, if the opening is on the left side, you walk between the altar. So if they don't, if they have two why not? Yeah, if you have two parachas, why not? He says, no, because the, the, the clothes shouldn't get dark. The garment shouldn't get dark. Okay, everyone have a wonderful